0: Support for IPR comes from Orchestra Iowa, presenting the movie E.T., the extraterrestrial on the big screen, accompanied by the Symphony Orchestra performing the score live, May 3rd and 4th at 7.30 at the Paramount. Tickets at orchestraiowa.com.
1: Today is Monday. It's the 31st of October. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Grant Gerlach. Iowa is the only state without a compassionate release program for people in prison. IPR's Catherine Wheeler reports that's why a new report comparing state programs ranks Iowa at the bottom.
2: Compassionate release programs allow for incarcerated people generally near the end of their life to apply for release from prison due to factors like debilitating illnesses or injuries or age-related chronic conditions. Mary Price is general counsel for FAM, a criminal justice reform advocacy group that put out the report. Price says keeping someone who is sick and near death in prison is not only costly for the state, but also can cause excessive suffering. It means that
0: people in Iowa will die in prison after incarceration has lost any meaning for them or for the people of Iowa.
2: Price says programs vary widely between states, but if it's wanted, Iowa is well-positioned to build a program from the ground up and include a range of stakeholders.
1: Substitute teachers aren't as hard to come by as they were last year, according to some school districts across the state. Mason City School District officials say the district has increased its substitute fill rate by around 15 percent in the last year. Human Resources Director Tom Dravimsky says an increase in pay and training offerings have aided the school's reach.
0: The local community college has been providing more authorization classes. We've had a number of people that have taken advantage of those. Some of them are our own paraprofessionals.
1: Despite the progress, Dzerwimski says they could still use more staff. Des Moines Public Schools faces much of the same. It's increased its fill rate from 46 to 64 percent. The district says it will continue pushing recruitment efforts. Water levels on the Mississippi River are near record lows after nearly the entire stretch of the river has experienced below-average rainfall over the past two months. The drought has disrupted ship and barge traffic at a critical time for farmers harvesting soybeans and corn. As a result, farmers are paying higher shipping costs. Tourists can see parts of the river that are usually inaccessible. Although scientists say climate change is raising temperatures and making droughts more intense, a weather expert says this latest stretch of dry weather in the central U.S. is more likely a short-term weather phenomenon. About 750 buffalo raised in preserves throughout the Midwest will travel across the country to tribal lands. As Harvest Public Media's Juan Pablo Ramirez-Franco reports, it's part of an indigenous-led effort to restore the once endangered species.
0: At the Nature Conservancy's Nachusa Grasslands in Illinois, a field crew of scientists are tagging, swabbing, and preparing some 30 buffalo to be transported to three different indigenous nations. Restoration ecologist Elizabeth Bach calls the buffalo a keystone species.
2: And we see evidence of um, the shedded fur in the spring, that birds will actually use that in their nests to help keep them warm. So they're impacting all species across all trophic levels in the prairie ecosystem.
0: This is part of the Intertribal Buffalo Council's 30 year effort to rehome buffalo to tribal management. So far, 20,000 buffalo have gone to 79 tribes.
1: The Iowa Mission of Mercy Free Dental Clinic returns this weekend at the Iowa State Fairgrounds. Dentist Kevin Baker is the local chair of the event, which is back to full scale following the pandemic. He says providers can perform basic treatments from cleanings to root canals and fillings. Since 2008, we've had over 15,000
0: patients treated. Being in November, we would definitely uh, let people know that there's probably going to be lines and be prepared to wait a little bit and it may be chilly outside.
1: The event is Friday and Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. There is free bus service to the event in the Des Moines area. This is Here First on IPR News. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. The operation of a massive cattle feedlot near the headwaters of a prized trout stream in northeast Iowa continues, despite environmentalists trying to stop it. Earlier this month, IPR's Clay Masters tagged along with a group of volunteers learning
0: how to monitor the stream's health and came back with this report. Yeah,
2: we're going to just head down there after everyone's here. The
0: grass is covered in frost and the sun is beginning its morning climb. Heather Wilson with the Isaac Walton League introduces herself to seven bundled-up volunteers in a shelter at the Bloody Run County Park outside McGregor.
2: There's a lot of things you could do on a Saturday morning. I think this is a great way to spend our time in the outdoors, doing something for the environment, and I'm glad that. You-
0: Wilson is the environmental organization's Save Our Streams Midwest coordinator she leads water quality monitoring trainings across the state.
2: We're looking at places that we have active volunteers who are looking to expand their efforts or places where we've had inquiries or like interest from volunteers.
0: There's a lot of interest in the quality of water in Bloody Run Creek here in Clayton County. The Cool Water Trout Stream is on the Iowa Department of Natural Resources list of outstanding waters. It's in the Driftless region, known for its fractured limestone which allows ground and surface water to travel quickly. A company called Supreme Beef LLC has constructed a massive feedlot near the headwaters of Bloody Run Creek. Larry Stone is on the committee to save Bloody Run and is at this training. He tells the other volunteers a lawsuit against the Iowa DNR for approving the feedlot is tied up in the courts.
1: The short version is there's 10 to 12,000 head of cattle upstream about six miles from here right now and we're crossing our fingers and hoping that that manure does not escape somehow and get into the groundwater
0: or into the streams for surface water when they're having to spread that manure this fall which they will have to do after introductions it's time to head down to the creek
2: okay did we all make it
0: wilson has set up two tables along the bank with all the supplies needed for both chemical and biological tests she has them take samples of the stream water they test for ph phosphate chloride and dissolved oxygen at one point, volunteer and Decorah Middle School teacher Scott Boylan asks about where to do these samples. Is there a, like an advantage or disadvantage to like headwaters versus tailwaters of a stream?
2: A lot of times when people are choosing where to monitor, it's either like this is a place that I recreate so I want to know about it, or it's like with Bloody Run where there's a potential polluter here. I want to measure upstream and downstream to compare.
0: The chemical tests show a stretch of stream and good health at this moment in time. Now, to catch some bugs for the biological test. Two of the volunteers wade into the water and stretch out a large vertical flat yellow net.
2: Yeah, and make sure you're at like a, kind of a 45 degree angle, beautiful.
0: They place the bottom of the net in the water just behind a shallow riffle in the stream. Volunteer Ann Conway wades into the water. So now let me
2: know when you're ready. When I'm ready? Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. Go.
0: Conway rubs some rocks with her hands, loosening macroinvertebrates from the rocks.
2: It's cold water. <laughs>
0: After a couple of minutes, they bring the net back to one of the tables on the bank and spread it out. Using tweezers, they separate the common insects in ice cube trays filled with stream water.
2: Well, uh, here's two more. What did we say these are? Oh, those okay. are the crane flies. Okay. So we have some over here. I can add them if All you right. like.
0: When they're done sorting, they tally up the species. There were seven present. They found some mayflies, which are sensitive to pollution. That's a good sign. But it isn't a very diverse sample, and the test gets a fair rating. When they're done, Heather Wilson tells the group they've completed their fieldwork. Now, after a couple of exams, they'll be certified to help her organization track pollution.
2: You have the knowledge of your area. You know the people maybe to talk to in your area, and you can send that letter to the editor or write the letter to your congressperson or your city councillor. As trivial as it sounds, like that's where some of this change is going to happen.
0: The Iowa chapters of the Sierra Club and Trout Unlimited are hoping a permanent change comes out of the courts. They sued over the DNR approving Supreme Beef's manure management plan based on faulty data and that the DNR manipulated its rules to approve it. Well, now there are a few citizen scientists in the area that can keep an eye on the quality of the water in Bloody Run Creek, and oral arguments in the lawsuit are expected early next year. In McGregor, Claymasters, IPR News. This is Here First
1: from IPR News. Be sure to subscribe so you can listen every day. And for news anytime, go to IPR.org.